Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Howdy, folks. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. It's actually getting warm, and there's this yellow, orangish, orangish orb in the sky that gives off heat, Russ. It never happens. Where, where, where have you seen that, Mike? I don't know. I'm making it up. I'm bullshitting. Uh, go ahead. Start us off with the pre-show. I thought you were, yeah. I thought for a minute you were experiencing something. So let's talk about the NBA. Uh, their playoffs are about to start, and they're going to have a playing game. And you know what's funny? It's really got mixed, mixed emotions. People have mixed emotions about it. It's not the slam dunk it was for, for baseball fans, it seems. Well, I okay. I think that the first of all the the season in the NHL, and we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. And the season in the NBA, I mean, the NBA stuffed seven. I think it was seventy-two games into the same window, pretty much that the NHL did. Right. Real, real. I mean, I understand. And a contested All Star game. Right, and the thing is, right. it, you should in reality. It should have been flip flopped because the NHL actually needed the revenue more to get to games with fans in the stands than the NBA. The NBA had their TV contract. They, you know, they, they played those seventy two games because strictly because of money and because of the the network um, uh, uh, obligations that they had with ESPN and TNT. But I think people are, are tired of. You know, regular season games with little or no consequence. I mean, I know. Here's, here's the weird part. So it's not just like one play-in game. It looks like there's going to be four. Yeah, it's a seven through eight, seven through ten, eight through nine in each conference. That's ridiculous. Like, so in the East, as an example, it looks like like the Celtics, the Hornets, the Pacers, and the Wizards are going to make it. And yeah, that's. Russ, get used to it. The Bulls have a 0.7% chance. Get used to it. This is what's going to happen in the NHL. No, you can't do No, it's way yeah, too much. Sure, you can. Sure, no. you can. It's extra revenue. It's extra. I think. I mean, I, it's the same thing we talked about the other day. Yeah, I think we're going to get. Four, I think we're going to get four versus five in each division. Yep. I think it's going to happen. That would be brutal. I don't want that in each division. I just. I, I don't mind having one playing game. So you have one entity to show on TV. Eight versus nine? No, best winning percentage. It's not eight versus – it's best winning percentage from whatever division it is. No, I'm saying if you go – say you go to a – It could be – it could be any – It could. I mean, it's never going to be eight versus nine. No, it wouldn't be right. that. Well, so I'm saying, say you go with conference playoffs, where the three, the the three, right. uh, the two divisions get the top two seeds, and then it goes three through eight, and then you have eight versus nine in a play-in game. I guess you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's the, what's going to happen. For one game, not for four. Yeah. Oh no, no. I mean, I, I don't. Think- the NBA. When I started this segment, I didn't realize it was that many games. <laughs> It's oh, like um, it's, it's a, a it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a one game playoff or is it best of four or best, best of three? Best of three. I think it's a best of three. I think the difference is yeah, we talked about before. We don't think there should be a best of. It should just be a one no. It definitely game. shouldn't be a best of. 
Um, okay, I got some things to talk about. Oh, I also want to throw this out there real quick, too, guys. Um, so this morning, I woke up to, I, I turn, you know, rolled over in, in, the, in my bed and see my dog there, which I, you know, she, my dogs, our dogs sleep in bed with us, mm-hmm. or something I completely said I never wanted when, I, when we got married. That was like a big thing. Nope, dogs should never go in bed. I lost that battle long ago. There is a point when you lose the battle to the dog act. Don't take it personally. No, I haven't. So I roll over <laughs> yeah. today and my dog is lying there asleep. And in front of her is what looks to be a dead baby rabbit. <laughs> oh my God. In bed with me. Which one? Um, Stella? Did Stella or Stella. So Stella's asleep, but in front of her nose is lying there what I think is a dead baby rabbit. So now we one time we did see her eat a mouse outside, you know, she just ate a mouse um, when she was a pup. I mean, even younger than this. Like we had, we had her like a month, and she went and walking ate are, a mouse. Um, are corgis hunters? Uh, they're they're wolves. I mean, they're, they're you know, it, okay. it's in all of them, right? So, so I I grab some gloves. I take the grab the rabbit, and the rabbit's alive. You know, um, oh. Oh. it's stunned. I mean, it's really small. Yeah. So it's stunned and barely moving, but and it's breathing. Now you have to find the nest in your yard. Yes, yeah, so that's what I'm like thinking. Thinking that it was a little bit bigger than a nest. I know this from having my having hunted okay. rabbit in my day as a child, and, okay. and with it, with like not hunted it, but just like yeah, always tried to catch one in a box. Well, see, Kaya, Kaya had one a couple of weeks ago, and we got it back in the nest, and she was yeah. just licking it. So yeah, I guess. Yeah, so I th- and I think that Stella just saw this as a friend to bring into the house. So. She didn't apparently want to eat it, so we. Well, I mean, like if you brought a friend into the house, that's a whole different situation. But she can get away with it. Yeah, right, but it, right. We we, took, Russ, we we had a long long story today about how bunnies are outdoor friends. Um, Russ, if if Kaya jumped in the bed with you, she'd push you off the bed. Yeah, she won't go up the stairs. Kaya is not a bed dog. So I grabbed I it with my son, and, and and you know we we looked up, we found a place, we took we took it to the because we there were no, there was no nest, and I think it's big enough that this rabbit probably roamed away from its um because we have a fenced in area for our dogs, so this rabbit had to have roamed away from the area because or we could, yeah, it, could have, it probably went under the fence. Yeah, yeah, we could either. So we looked all over the place, couldn't find a nest for it. Took it to a place called the Ark, um, which is like um a really cool animal rescue place. Uh, about ten miles away, they were amazing. You know, we, we brought it there. They took it. They brought it in. They like they're going to give it some milk and oh, nurse nice. back health and let it go. It's really did nice you, place. Did you like, get they, that hat there? Is that where you bought the hat? No, this is my this is my Hershey Bears hat. This is from. Oh, okay. Um, this is your vintage, it's your vintage Hershey, Hershey Bears hat. Yeah. So yeah. uh yeah, that was uh that was kind of fun. Did not um did, did not you get a bowl of soup with that hat? That was my that was my morning. <clears throat> that was a fun morning. <laughs> you yeah. did a nice thing though. I I, I would be legitimately shocked if i woke up next to that like that would be a shock <laughs> it is surprising because she has a lot of little stuffed animals sure um so my first thing is oh that's just a stuffed animal my second well, thing it is starts that, moving that's a real thing yeah it it, 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 didn't, it didn't move and i thought it was dead i thought it was dead so it didn't move until we picked it up but it has stuffed animal blood you know yeah, it didn't bleed. It, it looks it looks like it's probably okay. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They, we're talking to the woman. He's like, these rabbits will go into shock, you know, at that time. But they'll go into shock and they won't move for a while. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I'm surprised the foxes didn't get it as well. And also underneath the underneath the hockey rink now is is living a giant. Um, this is what I call Bob the Badger. Um, you don't have a badger. We don't have a badger. We have a, we have a, we have a. Um, Jack has got a game preserve on his friggin' property. So yeah. We have we have a groundhog, a really a really big groundhog oh, living man. under the other side of the other side of the rink now. Um, well, so please, the foxes, please, the foxes are on one side, groundhogs are the other. Does the groundhog play for the Sabers? I know it's really funny. Isn't it? We do have badgers in our neighborhood, though. We've seen them. Wisconsin? No, not they. Like you know, badgers. Badgers on you know North American badgers look a lot. Yeah, they different. look different. 
and they're like they're not as big as like you know what you think about like the real like badger badgers from right, from right. But anyway, that's that's the story. So we have that. It was fun. fun. Groundhogs are cool. Groundhogs are fun. So that was that was a cool um cool little story morning story I had here. <laughs> Our house is like ridiculous. All this, and we're going down to the Panther Preserve next week to to do that. And we'll have more information about that when we do it. It's gonna be fun too. So anyway, here we go. Your camera, so you can go visit. Oh yeah, we're we're putting up three more cameras. No, no, but you're oh. But wait, why would you put up more when you know they're going to take them down? <laughs> well, no, we now have we we have learned a lot since then. So you, you increase the odds. Please, please enlighten us because I need okay, to know. So, what, so there's a group the called the Path of the Panthers. Right. The group called the Path of the Panthers. There's actually the the latest National Geographic. There's an article on the Florida Panther in there, and it's in, and it's you know and how it's battling for extinction and you know trying to be extinct. So the group in there calls is called Path of the Panther. I managed to make friends with those guys and uh, talk to them, and then they also. My son's going to be working in with Florida Panther hockey team and different things like that to help get the you know to, to do to do some conservation for the for the Florida Panther. So, Path of the Panther now they told us they told us what we need to do to put our cameras up and they're they're sending us a little thing, a sticker that goes on there that says this camera is you know property of Path of okay. the Panther. So we're actually going to be working with them now and sharing all of our information with them that we get. Um, how do you become Panther friends? Do you trade Panther pictures? Like how does that happen? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, so far it's just like you know we found. I mean, they have. They have like 30 trail cameras out there, right? He gets on an email list with Bill Lindsay. Right, right. They've got like 30 trail cams out there. We had one out, and, and they say they might get a panther like every month on one of them. We had one out for a week and a half and got two panthers on the one we had out there before. Um, but then it was taken down by um, Florida Wildlife. If you get um, a panther, do you swipe left or swipe right? <laughs> we always swipe right on a panther. They're amazing. Uh, anyway... Yes. So right, this told me a lot. Okay. Yeah, we learned a lot today. That's that's the uh, that's the nature portion of the show. Let's get let's get going into the regular hockey portion. Ready? Here we go. Today is the fourteenth. One week from today, I'll be leaving. That's right. Okay, here we go. Hello, hockey world. It is Friday, May fourteenth, twenty twenty one. I'm Michael Lagello, and I always swipe left on a panther and swipe right on a cougar. <laughs> I'm Russ Cohen. <laughs> I'm a sportsology. Yeah, you know that show Cougar Town was should have been called Panther Town. And I'm I'm actually watching Hockey Buzz on Hockey Buzzcast on HockeyBuzz.com. It's the podcast that comes to you every Monday through Friday to fill you in on the comings and goings in the hockey world that was smoothly transitioned to. Um, today we're going to talk about two other division predictions we have to do, um, and so I think we should just launch right into that because we did our East yesterday. Oh, and and also I wanted to throw out something too that's on my on the website right now. So my blog, um, the reason I'm going up there late, I'm doing a thing called I Know More Than Eck. Okay, so. The, the concept here is how many of you out there think you can be better at predicting playoffs than I am? And if you if you are better, okay, you guys think that. <laughs> so, so I'm doing a point system. So in the comments section of my latest blog, list your first round, you know, picks the team that you think will win, and, and by how many and, and how many games they'll win, and then we'll have a scoring. I put a scoring system in there. We'll get, and I'm going to do it with you guys too. That we have like you get five points if you pick the right team. You get five points if you pick the right amount of games. Four points if you're one game off. Three points if you're two games off. Um, that kind of thing. So it's it's all in there as to how they keep score. And we'll see who is actually but who is actually the best at predicting out there. What's and the prize? Is there a prize? If you yes, if you win, if you win this thing, cookies, you'll win my Gilles Graton mask. Wow, that's good. Which is a nice thing. It's a really nice mask, and oh, it's a wait, really something dropped out of it. What yeah, it? No, it's, it's got this. Thing. Oh, sorry, don't eat that. Here you go. It's a rabbit. No. <laughs> so this is a mask. This is funny. Was this is iguana egg. My top thing, fell, this top thing fell off the little plastic oh. on there. But anyway, this is actually a mask you can actually wear um, if you're stupid enough to wear a wear mask. Like this. But yeah, or or play it. I mean, this this is actually a fully fiberglass mask. This is actually the real deal. It comes with uh, padding that you can put in there and stuff like that. 
So this is a, and then Jill Town, remember, was um a Rangers goalie and wanted to play naked. <laughs> he was a pretty much a nut, right? <laughs> He wanted to play naked. Like, he really tried. He got tackled in the locker room. He's absolutely insane, correct? Like, everything from every... Yes. Apparently, he did growl and things like that. Like, this is his... Oh, no, he was insane. Yeah, it was the lion. So, anyway, he only played... He played for the Toronto Toros as well, I noticed. The man's nuts. Grab him. He he probably played with Pat Hickey at the time because he was on the Toros, too. So, I was said, yeah. So, my buddy who paints those masks over in Europe sent me two of them. So, I'm going to give you guys one of them. Um, so the one who gets the most one who gets the most points at the end of the whole thing. So this, of course, is the first round is now, and we'll keep going. And then if you get, we just five, the chat room. We all stink at predicting. Sometimes well, we're better than I mean, others. It's, a, it's just, a, it's just a. It's for everybody fun. rips me all the time. So since I'm usually better yeah. than you guys, no I'm wagering. Gonna, <laughs> no wagering. Right, right. I do, I do time. love how you looked it up for last year, though. That I did. You had that much time in your day that you looked it up from last year. Well, yeah, after all that heat, the heat I take in this place, yes, for sure. I'll look at so, um, the uh, yes, yeah, so we're gonna do that. And if you, if you, here's the other two prizes, ready for this? You're gonna like the prizes. So, there's gonna be five, there's gonna be five, um, season ticket prizes for hockeybuzz.com, you know, so you nice. get like all that stuff. That's there's for the next five people. Um, and then if you get, but here's the big prize if you get better than me, and in, in, if you score higher than me, mean that you're you know more than Eck because. You know, like you, because I'm, you know, all the reasons people tell me that I suck. Usually, I'm not Canadian. Um, but anyway, if you get more than me, you'll. Um, there, I'm going to be posting a blog where you can write anything you want to to me. Say anything you want to without getting banned. If only if you get more than me for one for one blog for one blog comment comment section one blog comment section you can have fun with. So anyway, that's the, that's that's the prize. Oh, that's extremely dangerous. I know. It is. That's how confident I am. Uh, that I'm better than everybody. Mike and Bill Maltzer just bristled at that. <laughs> yeah, just to, I, I thank Zach for the uh, for the compliment. Unfortunately, I am not. Mike is not Canadian. But but, but but I'm as close to a Canadian yes. as an American can be. I I was born eight miles from the Canadian border, and I am yeah. in Canada as much as I possibly can. And I cover the Leafs, so there you go. But yeah. he doesn't want socialized medicine, so that's what he <laughs> He's a Republican, so there. Um, no, but uh, the, the um, yeah. So oh, by, by the way, if we're gonna get polit- political for a second, uh, Justin Trudeau posted on Instagram yesterday uh, a cheeky comment about the Leafs in the playoffs. Did he? Because uh, apparently he's a Habs fan. Oh, my, boy. I ju- I just I I just suggest to all Leaf fans in any of the uh, um, uh, provinces of Canada to remember that when you vote for your representative and just take that in. Now they don't vote like us. They're not voting strictly for Trudeau. They're voting for liberal conservative NDP. So mm-hmm. I would remember that when you vote the next time in your provincial election, just store that in your mind, folks. I was just going to say, I don't think I've <laughs> ever not voted for somebody because they disagreed with the team that I root for. <laughs> I have to say, I never did that. That's probably yeah, it's interesting, you know. Like I, the things that people, I mean, I get it all the time, and you guys do too, I'm sure. Um, you know, I think you guys probably get it as well. Like you know that that you know this not being Canadian thing when you're a hockey writer. Well, no, I, actually, I have. I've actually I've gotten it a lot. I think because I've been doing it a long time, I feel like it, there was a point where there was an acceptance. Yeah. that I got. And so I haven't heard it in years and I'm thankful for it. Really. Yeah. I mean, good. And if, if anybody would pick up on that act, it would be me because being an American covering the, the Leafs. Yeah. And- yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think that you're, I mean, I just, 
I've never. I, I've have never my, I guess I just have more general I, haters than you guys. I, <laughs> That's what it is. No, I've, ne I've never. I've never once had a reporter treat me any. Uh, I've never had it with reporters. I've never had reporters. I'm just talking about. I, no, I'm not talking about reporters. I've, I've, that's been well, actually, not never. I can say that. And in the Olympics, I did get a little bit of that one time. But yeah. but but uh, you know, I've al I've always been treated with uh, with great respect whenever I've covered the Leafs up in Toronto, and and never felt any kind of anti-American situation. So I, yeah. it's been, it's been yeah, I never did either. Yeah. Good, good. You guys are you guys are fortunate. That's good. Um, all right. So let's move. Let's move into the. Playoff predicting now because we got a lot of fun things to get. Right, let's let's start it. with the uh, Central. Let's start with the Central because I think this is my favorite division for the playoffs this year. I think this this is just. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. Like the North is going to be amazing too, but the Central, I mean, they're all really good. The East is my least favorite, honestly, um, which is rare because usually that's the division that I, I do like and follow the most. Um, okay, so here we go. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not drink, eating cereal, by the way. <laughs> With macaroni and cheese. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. That's that's uh, that would be fried rice. I'm having my. I'm I'm drinking chocolate milk because I need more calcium. All right, so here we go. All right, so this is let's go to the central. Central, we have this. Uh, the two two great for strong bones and teeth. Let's start with yes. Let's start with Carolina and Nashville. Okay, this series. And um, since since you made me go first, and I think I made Russ go first once. Let's start with you, Mike. Mike, we'll start with you. Let's start with you. Okay, uh, Carolina, Nashville. Um, Carolina is much better up front. I think mm -hmm. defense, even though Nashville has Yossi and Ekholm and Ellis, I think they're better on defense. Uh, and even though Nashville's goaltending is not great, the, the key to the series for me is the questions in goal for Carolina. Um, they're more than likely going to start Mrazek. If Mrazek mm -hmm. fails, as he usually does in the playoffs, then their, their plan B is Nadjelkovic. And that's where the, my questions come in because I we it's an unknown commodity. He could be very good, but he's a young goaltender. He could falter. So, as much as I I think that you know Carolina has had a really good regular season and they beat Tampa and Florida to win the Central, I still think they have some question marks. So Nashville playing well down the stretch, and um, I, I think they're going to make it tougher than a lot of people think. But I think in the end, Carolina will win. I'm going Carolina in uh, seven games. Okay, that's interesting. I like that. I mean, I think I think the, um, I like the the Predators are getting that kind of respect because you know, besides the last two games, they really got that one. What do you think, Russ? Yeah, Mike. I had the same you know issue with Mike and Net, uh, but I have a bigger issue in Net for Nashville. I uh, I really. Andre Svechnikov has not had a great year for Andre Svechnikov. It's actually the worst shooting percentage of his career. Yeah. He does usually play well in the playoffs, though, and they're going to need his scoring because I really feel like Carolina, at times, their scoring dries up. They do have great defense, so their defense does help their goaltending. And in the end, I do think they're going to out – they're going to just beat Nashville, I think, because of that defense. But I'm going to give them six games. I think it's going to be in six because I think Nashville is carrying some momentum in here and, and will make uh, life a little miserable for Carolina, but not enough. All right. All right. Um, yeah. I, I, um, to me, I'm, I'm looking at this. Uh, and so far we've agreed on all the predictions we made yesterday, which is kind of, you know, you always say I'm, I'm always the counter guy, you know, and it's hard for me to, like, well, you, you disappointed no. us with, the Penguins, but well, actually, right. no, you didn't disappoint us with the Penguins. No, like, the oh, that's true. I right. actually did pick the honors. That's right. That's where counterintuitive lives. 
Yeah, this is yeah, a, actually I, just so you know, when we did off the post, we predicted that you would pick against <laughs> the Penguins before you actually picked. I like the predictions of the prediction shows. Those yes. are good. We got to do predictions of prediction shows. Mike, um, you, Mike had you in five, and I said I thought six, and then you went seven, but you still went against the Penguins. Still went against the Penguins. I like it. All right, cool. All right, for this series, um, I I would have said a week ago that this was this was Carolina in five, like no questions asked. I would, I felt like this was their series and I felt like the predators had no prayer against them because they had played so poorly against them, honestly, um, that it really didn't seem like that they could have a prayer against them. However, you know, um, the more I watched this series, the, the more I watched, when I watched those two games, I was, I was really surprised by how well Nashville could handle them. And if, and Johansson and Duchesne picked it up a little bit, if they pick it up, the predators are a different team, you know, like that's, that, that's the big, that is the big thing. It all comes down to that. Do I trust Johansson and Duchesne to be able to pick it up enough for them to win the series? That's really the question. And I don't trust them enough. No. So I'm going Carolina in seven. But I really wanted, I really wanted to, I really deeply want to go Nashville in the series. And I think that Nashville could win the series. It's one of those series I'll say, like, and I've said this before about this. And I'm like, Carolina in seven is my pick. Okay. But I've said before that I sometimes feel like a series is like Nashville in five or Carolina in seven. That's what I feel like in this series. Like, See, I feel like the funny thing with me is I feel like. If this goes to seven, Nashville's going to win it. Yeah, that's when I think Carolina's goaltending is going to choke. That's interesting. I mean, it's I mean, both neither team is super strong in goal. You know, like um, no, and both the that that's really the issue with. Well, do we have a, do we have a feel whether it's going to be Soros or whether it's going to be Rene? Because yeah, it's going to be Soros. I don't know. Soros. Soros down the stretch. So yeah, it's um, going to be Soros for sure. But I do have that feeling. This does feel like one of those series that, like, if Nashville wins the first game or first two games, it's a five-game series and it's over. But otherwise, it's uh, Nashville won't win in six or seven. Nashville will have to win by, like, just steamrolling them and getting on this roll early where they have to get on this roll and then beat them in, like, four yeah, or five Yeah, I think that's games. probably the way it should happen. But if for some yeah. reason it starts getting into six and seven, it, it does – if it gets to seven, I really do worry about Carolina. I okay. Do. Yeah, I'm saying Carolina and seven. We'll see. That's a good one. Um, All right, so now the other one, Florida-Tampa series. Um. This one, I guess, will be uh, Russ's turn to go first, maybe? Okay. Florida has impressed this year. I don't know if they have Stanley Cup playoff goaltending. It worked for the regular season. Their defense is better. Guys like Barkov have had just a tremendous year. Huberdeau's had a really good year. I like, you know, Ekblad rebounding the way he has. And, you know, honestly, they, they've done a good job, but they – I think when the games are going to get harder now, I do. There are guys that I don't necessarily trust on uh, Florida's defense yeah. with turnovers. Keith Yandel being that main guy, and I've seen him do it in in postseason. Tampa's got a lot of guys. I mean, there's so many guys. You know, their their taxi squad. Some of these guys would be starting on other teams, like Ross Colton. I don't know if he's going to start on the fourth line or not, but he's come in. And really done a nice job for them yeah. for weeks, um, but still he may you know be on the outside looking in. And they have a lot of depth in a lot of different positions, and they have Vasilevsky. And just on the strength of Vasilevsky, that is enough for me to take Tampa. And I'll I'll take them in seven because I do think this will be a very physical series. Uh, I hear they're going to have nine thousand fans in Florida. I hope that they do. That would be awesome. Yeah, and you up to today or something like that. Yeah, so I mean, all of that looks good. So, but I'm going to go Tampa in seven. Tampa in seven. All right, Mike. Where should I go second on this one? I'll go second on this one. Yeah, you go. I'll put you in the middle all the time. Um, um, 
<sighs> you know, the, the, uh, can Tampa just turn it on? Like, can Tampa, Tampa, Tampa obviously is the most talented team in this division by a lot. Like in my mind, if, if, if they're going on all cylinders, they've got the best goalie in the division by far. Like I think, I, I think that, you know, the goaltending in this division, I mean, and Drager's Drager, Drager, whatever you want, has been really good. We'll but never know he, how to pronounce his name and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but anyway, he's been very good. Um, is, is he going to be the guy they go with um, the whole time? You know, I wonder. He's going to um, go game one. He's going to go game one. Um, but then if you go to Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky is the goalie who took, who, who, you know, swept Tampa with Columbus a little while ago. Is there anything to that, you know, um, in the back of, in the back of the mind, you know, that, cause is there possible that he has something I don't on think them? So. I don't think Quenville likes him. A whole, well, I shouldn't say it doesn't like him. I don't think he trusts him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he trusts him either. I mean, to me that when this plays, when this plays out now that Vasilevsky has been struggling lately, if he gets it, back up. I mean, maybe the reality is, you know, that Tampa hasn't been interested in playing until the playoffs, but they're going to be very fired up when everything, when all these players get back and they're going to be have them fired up. Yeah, they'll be fired up. So, um, you know, I do think, however, though, that there's just something about Florida this year. And, you know, I, I, as much as I want to go Tampa in seven, I'm going Florida in seven on this one. So I'm taking right. Florida. I think, I think Florida will take this one. I think it'll be a hell of a series. It'll be a beat me up, bang me down series type thing. So, I really am looking forward to it. It's going to be fantastic. I'm really glad they're starting this one on Sunday so we get a chance to watch it this weekend. So who's the one guy, at when they show the veteran, the old-timer in the crowd, not Bill Lindsay because he's going to be working on TV, but when they you know, they show like a you know an alumni in the crowd, is it going to be Ed Jovanovsky? <laughs> Brian, Brian Scrudland. No. He's kind of the guy that you think of, right? Like to me, I think of Ed Jovanovsky or John Van I think Van it'll Beesbrek. be Jovo. That's who I think it'll How be. How about John Van Beesbrook? I like that Jovo one. Cop. I don't know. He's so busy with USA hockey. I don't think he'll have the time. Yeah, the Jova does. He he works. I think. For, I think he actually works on the on the broadcast team for the Florida Panthers. Does I he? Think. Okay. I think so. How about, how about Robert Svela? <laughs> how about Pavel Bore? That's an interesting one. That well, Valerie's the Valerie's down there. I think he lives. Yeah. That would um, be a funny one. I like I like I like Pavel. That I mean, he definitely is probably the most dynamic player they've ever had. Um, yeah. Oh, I someone know. asked me, "Will Holy <laughs> Heck, last show, someone asked me if Hulk Hogan will show up. He only showed up to the Stanley Cup in 03 because his daughter, Brooke, was doing the anthem. I got an interview with him, and he ba basically told me that in the interview. He goes, listen, the reason I'm here is to support my daughter, Brooke, who is doing the anthem, and that's why I'm here, and I'm going to you know, root for the uh, the Lightning. But he wouldn't be there otherwise. Right. I don't that's, expect to see him. That's really interesting. I hope to go to game three of this one on Saturday night. Okay. Um, okay, so so that okay, so let's move now to the west because yeah. we oh, Mike, Mike, I'm sorry, Mike, Mike, I Mike is I very sorry, uh, very sorry, Mike. What do you got? Uh, well, okay, first of all, I think this is going to be probably the most physical of the first round series. Maybe Toronto, Montreal, if Montreal, um, you know, thinks that they can win that way, they'll try that, and, and Toronto's power play is ineffective. But I think this one could be based on what we saw in the last few games at the end of the regular season. I think that what you brought up, Eck, in terms of can these guys just show up and turn it on is a big aspect of Tampa. It's, you know, Stamkos coming back after a month, Kucherov coming back through the entire year, Hedman playing injured. I mean, there were questions being asked about, you know, whether he needs surgery or what, and he didn't want to answer any of these questions. And all that does is bring us back to a couple of years ago when he was playing hurt in that Columbus series and how exactly. their defense wasn't able to really handle anything without him being a force. 
all that being said, I mean, Florida has done the better than I think anybody expected. The the hodgepodge that that Zito pulled with bringing in the Wenbergs and you know uh, acquiring Verhage and your free agency and Duclair and all. You know, he's he did a fantastic job and 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 getting to the point that they got right here with Dredger playing more than than uh, Bobrovsky is unbelievable. That being said, I don't know how this team wins without Ekblad. You know, they've, they've won down the stretch without him, but this is the playoffs where Ekblad normally would play 26, 27 minutes, and you don't have – what are you going to have, Gustav Forsling play 26 or 27 minutes? It doesn't work. I, no, he could be back at the end of next month, which is really – And you're not going to get Yandel that many minutes because he's just too much of a risk at well, that if they get If they get in the third round, there's rumors that Ekblad could return. Right, but we're talking about this series. Mm-hmm. I don't think they get by this series. Yeah, them. I don't know if he'll be in the, this series – Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you know, Mackenzie Wiegers had a great season. They got Montour, but their defense is just not good enough without Ekblad. I don't know whether they can keep up scoring-wise with Tampa. Um, So I'm going to go Tampa in seven. It's going to be a hard-fought series, but I'm going to go Tampa in seven. I like it. It's hard not to go with Tampa. It really is. (laughs) Sorry, I just ate something. I apologize for that. He's going to miss this series. Yeah. But it doesn't mean he won't be in the playoffs. He had a good year, too. It's a shame. Yeah, they I make, had a really good year. If they make the Stanley Cup final, he might be there. Yeah. Excellent. I apologize. I was at the doctor's. I never got a chance to eat today, so I apologize. Anyway, okay, so moving on. Um, let's move on to the next uh, – we'll go out west now. And now we have our we have our matchups out there. So starting off with Colorado and St. Louis. I guess I have to go first on this one. This is my turn. Well, <sighs> go ahead. Go ahead and eat. I'll, 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 no, I'll go first. I got I'm going to go first. Um I, this the, the 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 Avalanche have had a little bit of a struggle lately, you know, and that that does scare me a little bit. You know, uh, McKinnon's been struggling to a bit recently, um, and he's been hurt. He's been playing off his game, goaltending wise. You know, they're not as you know they should be fine. They've they've had you know, but they've also had injuries there too. Like I was shocked the other night that, that Johansson played in that major game for them. Do we know is is is, is a Grubauer going to be able to play in the playoffs? Is it going to be okay? Um, I haven't heard that he's not. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I mean, why did they play Johansson in that really important? You know, I mean, that was so strange. They wanted to give Grubauer rest, and Dubnik is not ready. Right. Dubnik is the one that was coming off the COVID list, and I don't know when he's going to be off. Or did they just did they did they not care about winning that game? And did they want to not play St. Louis? Like it, it it was very strange to me that they, you know, I mean, they obviously. No, I think it had to do with what Mike said. Honestly. Okay. Okay. According to somebody in the chat, goalie. Goyfa, FP. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, to me, I, I, I do think though that Colorado is just is going to be too much for St. Louis in this series. I think that, even though I think the Blues are going to be a hard out because they are playoff ready. O'Reilly has been already talking up some stuff apparently and saying you know that he thinks they're going to win that series. Um, well, the, love, the love with O'Reilly and that and his former franchise just you know courses through. His yeah. Life. No. This is yeah. This is a really. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of feelings there, right? So, and not all of them good. He not knows how to run people the wrong way. Let's say that. Yeah, not many of them good at all. So, to me, I um, I really think that this is a, but I think I still think this is Colorado in six. That's my thing. I think this Colorado takes the series in six. I think they're um, they're just too good and they've got too much talent. I mean, they're they're crazy up and down the lineup. We saw this year they haven't had you know. I mean, they I think they got some benefit from having being in like a race to a bit where they had to actually keep playing hard. But yeah, this is it. I think they're. I think so. I think they're gonna. They're gonna be solid. So that's mine. Um, Mike, you can go second on this one. Go ahead. Um, St. Louis 
I mean, it was tough for them to get into the playoffs. They beat a fading Arizona team for fourth place. They got their act together late in the season with Hoffman and Tarasenko scoring. Yep. Really, it's sort of been a hodgepodge year for them. Inconsistent goaltending, inconsistent defense. I, I heard uh, this morning that uh, of the 16 teams in the playoffs, they're the ones who have given up the most goals against, which is hard to fathom when you consider yeah. the team that won the cup a couple years ago was a was a really good defensive club. Yeah, I think it'll. I think it'll be a physical series, and I think that's the only way St. Louis can really remain competitive. Yeah, I think that there's just too much talent with yeah. Colorado. There, it's three lines deep. It's two defense pairs deep. The only thing that could really undercut them is if. Grubauer is hurt or sick or something like that, then it could extend the series. But I don't think I, I had Colorado in five. All right, five. Okay. It's, yeah, that's see, it makes sense when you talk about like the, the there's just so much offense with Colorado and St. Louis's defense being so weak. That is definitely the mismatch in the series. I agree with you 100%. Uh, rest. Yeah, and I think the other mismatch is speed. I, I don't think St. Louis is as fast as Colorado. Most teams aren't as fast as Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado could bring in someone like Alex Newhook if they want. And and add something. So they have young guys that they could bring in, which they might if they just need to, uh, if, or if they have if they have injuries, basically. But St. Louis, look, I think St. Louis did well getting into the playoffs. They do have players that could scare you. If Tarasenko gets hot, that's always worrisome. Bennington could get hot. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to say Colorado in six, just because of that experience that St. Louis has. But I just don't know. I can't find a way for St. Louis to win this. Yeah, neither can I. I really think I think this is, I agree with that 100. percent All right, so let's move on to the the final, which I think is the is the is the other maybe the to me besides Florida and Tampa, this is the other series that I just can't wait to watch. Um, and that would be the Wild and the Vegas Golden Knights. <clears throat> this is this is this is actually funny because the the Vegas Golden Knights have a winning record. I think again, the way rate is they have a winning record against everybody basically in the NHL. Except for the Minnesota Wild in their in their history, the Wild have had their numbers. This is the one team that actually has their numbers. So, um, what are your thoughts, Russ? You start with this one. Yeah, this one. I still don't love Vegas's defense, and clearly their power play has has moments. They don't have a great point guy there, and but they still manage to to work it through. They've got the Jennings and net. We know their yeah their goaltending is 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 terrific, and I and I honestly think that. That's something that's a big edge because even if one of them were to get hurt or Flurry just doesn't look right, you know they could bring in Leonard. If I, it's not like Kakinen's bad, but he has no playoff experience. So if that were to happen to Minnesota, that's a big deal. Ryan Suter is 36 years old. Yeah, while he logs a lot of minutes. He is not as fast as he used to be, and I don't even think that defense core is as fast as they could be. So that kind of favors. Vegas in the sense that they play more physical and they can slow things down against this team, I think. And I think that's ultimately the biggest problem for, for Minnesota. So I'm going to go Vegas in five. Vegas in five. All right. Uh, Mike. Well, I think Vegas uh, would have rather played St. Louis in the first round than Minnesota. Cause Minnesota is going to be a much tougher out. Yeah. But I do agree with Russ that, you know, the goaltending advantage is, you know, really stark when it comes to this series. I mean, not to say, you know, Talbot has, is, is an experienced goaltender. Kakinen had a pretty good year, but you've got two number ones in Fleury and, and Leonard, and they give you a, a lot of, a lot of flexibility. Um, 
I also think getting Petrangelo back and having Theodore on defense, you know, Martinez as well, you know, that uh, Vegas better than it used to be. Yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot better. I think they're they're much better than they were last year. And you know, they've they've had remarkable consistency up front with with Pacioretty and Stone and you know their forward. So uh I you know, I'm not taking anything away from Minnesota. I think they've been dynamic this year. Kaprizov is gonna win the Calder. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. they've had some good performances out of guys like Erickson, Eck, and Greenway. So I'm not taking away from the season, but I just think they're outclassed by Vegas. I have Vegas in six. Vegas in six. Um, so there's always got to be an upset, a big upset. And, I, and is, is this a big upset if Minnesota wins this? I think it kind of is because I think, yeah. the, you know, I mean, Vegas is. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a massive upset because there are people that think Vegas will make it to the cup. Right. And Vegas and Colorado, you know, were, were basically basically tied for the president's trophy. I mean, they're, they're, they're both really top-notch teams. So The problem that I have with Vegas is, yes, Theodore is excellent and adding Petrangelo was massive, but the group as a whole still isn't a great defensive group. It's true. They really aren't. No, I agree. They, they really they, they just patched it up well enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, so like I said before, the Wild in their history against against the Vegas Golden Knights are 11, 2, and 3. <clears throat> That's an amazing thing because Vegas has not, like I say, Vegas I think has like a winning record against almost any everybody, everybody else in the league. But to be Minnesota to be 11, 2, and 3 in there, and, and this year, um, you know, they won, as I'm looking at here, the one, two, three, four. They won five of the last six against. So Minnesota won five of the last six games against Vegas. Vegas only winning the last one in the shootout. So, right, so now we have to make a bet. Who is Vegas going to have to turn that stupid horn that they do? Wayne they, Newton. Now Wayne Newton almost mm-hmm. died doing it. They're not going to do that again. Wayne Newton looked like he was going to pass out any minute doing that. John so, John Gruden. Isn't there like a rock no, band you're playing? Isn't there? Isn't there like a rock band that's playing in Vegas right now? That's really surprising. Like uh, Green Day or something like that. Somebody like no, something. it's not Green Day. It could be Aerosmith. They had a thing there. I one. thought there was a rock band. Yeah, that was doing like a the maybe, maybe, in Vegas maybe, right maybe, now. Maybe Celine Dion cranks it. Well, you yeah. got to go one, Mike. Who's your one? Gruden. I'm going to go David Copperfield. Go ahead. Act <laughs> who you go. I'm going to go with one of the <laughs> tigers from that. Yeah, one of the tigers from that tiger show. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 not Siegfried and Roy. Because yeah, one of Siegfried and Roy's tigers. Didn't one of them die? One of them is dead. No, you have to have a person. Okay, <laughs> okay a person. Um, tigers. All right, how about um, what was the what was the guy that retired? It that can't you know, be Randy Quaid, funky, because the minute the guy, he, the guy, the US, the, he gets arrested, England, England, the former player, England, Brian England. Yeah, the okay. guy who played, you know, who was from Eric, Vegas, who played for them, Eric England. Yeah, the guy was probably oh, Derek Engblom. Okay. Yeah, the guy who played the first. The first oh, I was year. thinking Brian Engblom. Sorry, yeah, Derek, no, Engblom. Derek, Derek Engblom. You know the guy who played for him. Oh, retired now. England, who's a uh, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> He's retired now from them. But yeah, I, I think so. So for me, this for me, I'm going. I'm going Minnesota in six, and it's kind of like. Uh, I'm. I'm. I think this is. I think this is going to be. Okay, you know, I didn't. I picked Vegas not to make the playoffs this year. I didn't. I was really far off on that one. Obviously, I thought that there would be a fallback, and there wasn't. Um, I, I forgot that one, so we just let that go. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I definitely felt like that at some point Vegas, you know, was going to come back to reality, and they just got better. And you know, whoever's in goal for them matters a lot to me. You know, like I, I obviously think that they're both good goalies, but I think that Flurry is the guy I went in, in in the tough situation. Yeah, I think everybody does would agree with that. You know, and I guess they're going to go with that. I mean, last year they didn't, you know, and I think it cost them. So we'll see what they do this year, but see if they see if they give Flurry the net in uh, in the big in the big games. But Flurry's just been. 
still looks phenomenal. Um, Minnesota, though, attacks. They they love to attack. They play. They they kept Vegas off the board a lot this year. Um, as what as well, could well. make a difference in the series because yeah. he could get around their defense and around the net. He could really. He has to unnerve Flurry. Like you could unnerve Flurry, but it takes a while. And the only way to do it is really to be in his kitchen and to score a few goals. Then you could sort of get Flurry to flip out a little. It hasn't happened in a while, though. Um, yeah. Just to yeah, because I know we're done with the. Go ahead, Mike, go. No, um, do you? I ask you a trivia question. Do you know what today is the eleventh anniversary of? Well, it's something heinous because you only focus on the negative. <laughs> so it's something that's bad for somebody. Well, it's not, it's, not heinous, it's not heinous for Ack because. <laughs> See. No, today. No, today is the anniversary of the Flyers game seven victory coming oh, back. The Bruins, I saw that earlier. Oh man, great! Yeah, we were it. all at that one. I was not there. Um, you weren't. No, um, we had a show. I had a, I had a show that night. Um, oh, I was so there. That, it was fun though because you know, we uh we did this we, before we went on. Was, Kanye was on that. Was that was big in that game? Wasn't yeah, it? So there, yes. So there was a. Um, I remember. There, there I remember being on the panel. There's an opening act for us. We were in Philly playing a show, and you know, there's an opening act, and so we're back in the. I brought my like, you know, I had my sling box hooked up to my computer back then. It was harder to stream games, but we could stream it. So I'm streaming the game in the in the locker room, the dressing room. Um, and then they fell down early in that game. If you remember, they got they fell down like two or three nothing in that game early on to Boston. And uh, I uh, we we went out on stage and sang, and sang a, a two and a half hour show. Came back in thinking the thinking the whole time. It's like, ah, oh, man, that kind of sucks. They you know they came all the way back and now they're just gonna they're gonna get killed in Game Seven. Came back in and uh, when we got back in between the show and the encore, we saw that they had that they had just won. We got to see like the game winning goal, I think it was. So it was it was an amazing. It was a really fun night. And then we went to Philly with, and I was with my wife. We were staying in Philly, so we went and Philly was hopping. It was a fun night to be around in Philly because everyone was fired. Yeah, up. that was a big deal. I mean, I was a big Gagne fan um, just because of the way. He didn't Boston go up 3-0 in that game? And they did. They did. That's they what did. happened. It was 3-0 in the series, 3-0 in the game. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at, you know, it's funny. I went and visited um, a Remparts game once and covered it. And Gagne has his um, jersey up there and his numbers retired. And we had 120 points in 61 games, 50 goals in his last season there. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, okay. We've – We've talked off and on about the American Hockey League this year and how it's just been a, a just a brutal season for them. You know, Russ, we talked about the goaltending is ECHL caliber because of the taxi squads. Yeah, and yeah. and the season has been, I think, less than less than 40 games. For and the Canucks have had all kinds of trouble. Like they, they right. had players stuck on the taxi squad because they ran out of recalls, and apparently they're splitting – St. Louis in Utica no, too. No, 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 they're moving. The, Vancouver's moving their team to Abbotsford. And this year, right now, they're split. Oh, yeah. with yeah. So Michael DiPietro apparently couldn't even get a start recently because they were going with St. Louis's goalie. Right. Like, oh, wow. Just really, I feel bad for the Canucks prospects right now. They really you, here, here's bad. here's yeah, the real bad situation. here's the ultimate dysfunction. And I hate to uh, take a cue from our favorite agent Alan Walsh, but. The AHL's Pacific Division is having a playoff while the rest of the a American Hockey League is not. <laughs> yeah, according to Walsh, the players voted 133 to 8 against 
having a playoff tournament in the Pacific and the AH, the AHL is still going ahead with the tournament. I don't understand why. I, I, I get why the players said no. The players said no because they're making much less money than they normally would be. They right. got they, they took like, I don't know, something like thirty grand or something, right? Thirty nine thousand. Yeah. Rent is ridiculously expensive there. And so they have to double and triple up in places that they're in just to be able to play. So now they're they're going to be paying more rent just mm-hmm. to be paying in these games that they really can't afford to be playing in. And so that's why play, some players don't want to play. And the financial situation is so bad in terms of what you just said that I think we remember a couple of weeks ago, um, well, Jason Spezza passed the hat around the Leaf lock. Yeah, that was that was really they, something. You know, so they pooled money together to give to some of these players because the rent in Toronto is ridiculous. So, yes. yeah, I mean, honestly, is there any chance that they're going to be able to get any fans into some of these games in the U.S. At least, I, and maybe California mostly. I don't think so. My California is yeah. doing pretty well. I mean, yesterday, what they came out with this thing that you don't need to wear masks inside in certain in most situations. If you're know? vaccinated, but the problem is, act. How are they going to check everybody yeah, for that's every place? So, so, many people, so many people are going to falsify documents just to have them. Yeah, that's a, that is a kind of a disaster. I don't know how they're going to do that. Now, I will tell you this, Eck. Doing a little more research. So they showed on the Islander breakdown, vaccinated, not vaccinated, right? And immediately, even though it's mostly even on the sheet, mm-hmm. it isn't even because if I have this right, the vaccinated team – the vaccinated people will be watching the Islanders in their end twice, where the non-vaccinated will all be watching them in their end once. <laughs> so it's not even. Really? They did that? Well, yeah, because it's split in half. That's so funny, though. What a way! To, what a weird way to do it, though. Like, why would you oh, split that, it in half? Because I think they split it in half saying, well, it's fair. But then you have to remember, it's like there's still two times in one of the ends. It's called the Islanders Incentive Program. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, you want to see the Islanders shoot twice? Get vaccinated. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, so why not split it in the middle? Like, the- <laughs> well, it is split in the middle, but no, but split the other way in the middle. Like, so you have like half, like this this side. Like yes, you would have to do football. it like that. They didn't but, do it. But, rem- but remember, they're probably not putting fans behind the benches because the benches. No, actually, it was grayed out. I looked at that; it's grayed out right above the benches. Right. Okay. So they're not putting them there. Yeah, because they want to keep the airflow and they yeah. don't last there. So, um, there okay, let's just touch on this. Um, Russ, the um, New York Rangers have been granted permission to speak to Gerard Gallant. Yeah, they'll speak to him. I mean, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Here's a scenario. Let's say Chris Drury really likes Gallant and goes to, to James Dolan and says, I really like Gerard Gallant. And then Glenn Sater says, yeah, I still kind of want torts. Who is James Dolan going to go with at that point, Eck? That's a good question. Obviously, torts. So, I mean, it's tough to put Gallant up against torts. Like, I'll give you somebody who has 0% chance, and that's Bob Hartley. Glenn Sater used to beat Bob Hartley all the time as a coach. There's no way he's going to sign off as him being a coach for the Rangers. There's no way he's going to even be positive about it. And I can't – so I, I think Hartley has 0%. I think they're doing him a favor because he just won in in the KHL, so maybe he gets a chance to do more interviews. I think Gallant has a little bit of a shot. I know fans want him. I get it. But something happened with Gallant in Vegas that we don't know about. And in the end, you can't have that with a New York coach. Look what happened with the Mets and Carlos Beltran. He didn't even get to start his tenure there. 
because of all the rooting around by the media, they found stuff out and they were like, okay, Carlos Beltran had to just step down because there were problems with him. Right. You know, so I don't know what it is with Gerard Gallant. None of us know. He is a very good coach. It feels like, like I said the other day, you know, like the time, it just feels like there's something. It and, does. and I don't know, you know, I don't, I have no idea. I have no idea what it is. And it, but he's, I mean, cause he's done nothing but when what he did controversial for the Rangers, he squirted a fan with a water bottle early in his tenure and, and he got past that in New York. So he's not too yeah. controversial. Trust me. Yeah. That, that doesn't make any sense. I agree. I really do agree. Um, all right, guys, that's all the time we have for today. We appreciate everybody watching, um, watching, and you know, we got a big weekend coming up and we can't wait. I can't wait to like actually be able to talk about playoff games on Monday. I'm really excited about that. Well, now um, we can talk about the Canucks Calgary or we're not even going to, we're going to, we're going to cover every shift of that on Tuesday and Wednesday in the, in the afternoon. We're going to keep, we're going to run the show. Gonna, the show's going to start and then we're going to continue it right. Wait, into Mike the needs to tell us, but, um, the quote that, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, Coach, uh, when Paul, that, yes. Here, okay. Here is an indicator of how impactful the uh, the Leafs Jets game is tonight. Uh, Paul Maurice uh, quote from Lance Hornby of the Toronto Sun. There is th this is going to sound terrible for hockey. A gentleman's agreement. I don't think you're going to see any late hits. Both teams are getting ready for the playoffs. There will be a certain amount of respect on the ice, meaning it's going to be a no hitter. They're going to be, they're yeah. going to have, they're going to have a clock that's running without even during faceoffs. Yeah. It's going to take an hour for this game to get played. Oh, um, on top of that, um, David Alter of the Hockey News reports that uh, Mitch Marner, who has been a healthy in the lineup for 55 games, will sit tonight. The Leafs can't sit anybody else because they can't call up anybody else because they're right. up the cap. So right, I have to say something here. If if funky what's funky saying is true and Craig Button says the Habs have no chance, yeah, he's, he's just playing up to the Toronto audience. Yeah, That's he all he's no, doing. no, no, no. He's trolling the Toronto audience because he said the Leafs are going to sweep them in four. So when the Leafs lose a game, which they will to the Habs, oh, so he's doing it that way. Craig okay. Button will beat them over the head with a with, you know unmerciless. Remember, there's nothing you can say worse than the Leafs are going to win. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's true in that regard. But, of course, Montreal. And he knows this. He knows yeah. it, too, obviously. He knows it. Now, Montreal has a chance. There's no question. I mean, I, I, like, the, you know, we'll, we'll get into predicting this game, and there's, yeah. there's no question that I'm picking Toronto. I'm not going to give you any, like, it'd be, but I think that Montreal's got a shot, you know, for sure. You know, and who knows? I mean, who knows? It's, it's just, it's, it's the playoffs. And we always think, every time we think of play, like, the playoffs this year, on first impact, like look really easy to predict. No, but they're never easy. Every yeah. time I feel that way, we're just there are some there are just crazy things that happen every year. Yeah. So it's really hard to never. really say it's gonna be. Never easy. Never easy. Remember, folks, without the buzz, it is just hockey. We will see you all on Monday. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.